Hey there, my friend. You might already know this, but I am a capital H huge fan of the specific carbohydrate diet. And I'm not being overly dramatic when I tell you that almost 13 years ago now, the SCD literally saved my life. But even when you're passionate about something with your whole heart, you can still find ways to make it even better. Think about your favorite relationship. Maybe it's the relationship you have with your spouse or your best friend or an amazing connection with a sibling. I bet you're still working on that relationship, right? You don't just get to amazing status and then leave it alone. Because if you did that, the relationship would stagnate and eventually it would slowly die. When something's important to you, you work at it to make it even stronger, to make it the best damn thing it could possibly be. Today, even though I couldn't be more in love with the SCD and everything that it can do to transform your life just the way it is, I'm going to tell you how you can make your SCD journey happen faster, better, and give you longer lasting results that have the power to stay with you for a lifetime. Cue the intro. You are listening to the Cheeky Podcast for Moms with IBD, a safe space where moms with Crohn's and colitis connect, explore powerful tools for healing, and transform our lives to thrive in motherhood and in life. I'm your host, Karen Haley, IBD health coach, integrative wellness enthusiast, and mom to three outstanding kids. After having Crohn's disease for 30 years and working as a health advocate exclusively with IBD clients for the last 10 years, I know it's time to bring the types of candid conversations I have with my clients out into the open. It's our time to go on an IBD healing journey and do it like only a mom can. Let's do this. Hey, 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 and welcome to the Cheeky Podcast. Today we're talking about my favorite subject of all, besides my kids, probably. It's the specific carbohydrate diet and exactly what you can do to get results faster, better, and have them last longer so you can get on with that badass mom life I know you're leading and you can rock the amazing health it can give you. Hey. Men to that. Raise the roof. All right. So you know that I love the specific carbohydrate diet. I've professed my adoration and gratitude for the SCD on more than one occasion. But just like any diet or eating plan, there's always room for improvement. Improvements and modifications to the SCD. I really have to be honest and tell you, they are long overdue. The diet itself has been around for generations, and there have been amazing advances in the world of health and medicine since the inception of the diet. I don't know why someone hasn't taken on the SCD revamp yet, but I really hope they do. In the meantime, I'm going to give you my two cents for anyone who's listening on how the specific carbohydrate diet could be even better. We're talking about nine changes you'll want to consider if you decide to start the specific carbohydrate diet. And these changes, can they can help you see results faster, better, and your IBD remission may even be longer lasting because of it. 
Now, I'm not a doctor and I don't make any medical claims about what's going to happen to you medically if you follow it. This is just one STD mama's opinion. But this is from my own experience as well as from the experience of the clients that I've had the privilege of working with as they tackle their own SCD journey as well. All right, so here we go. My nine proposed SCD revamps. Let's get started. Number one, make it organic, baby. The research is out. Organic matters. The quality of the food we put into our body matters. It's not just about eating healthy food, like eating fruits and vegetables. It's about the quality of that food, especially for those of us with gut disorders. Now, I do have to tell you that from everything I've read, Elaine Gottschall, that's the author of Breaking the Vicious Cycle and the amazing mama who introduced the SCD to the world, she knew all about the power of organic food. When Elaine was writing about the SCD, organic food was not mainstream. Elaine did know about eating organic, but she wanted the diet to be accessible to everyone. And that meant that just getting this information into everyone's hands was what was most important. It wasn't about adding an extra step or an added burden on to those people following the diet so that they would have to feel like they have to be organic as well. But today, we know better. We know that foods grown with pesticides, foods grown with chemical fertilizers, foods grown with artificial agents and genetically modified foods, we know that those types of chemicals, they have an impact on our digestive system. These types of chemicals, they're gut disruptors. And it's hard to get rid of all of them. We don't need more gut disruptors in our diet. Eating organic fruit, vegetables, meat, eggs, dairy, it all ensures that when it comes to these foods especially, when we're putting these foods into our body, we're not putting gut disruptors into our body as well. Now as my clients know, I always say get the best you can afford and the best you can find where you live. Even if it means that you can buy some things organic and others you can't, I encourage you just to do the best you can when it comes to buying organic. But if someone were to revamp the specific carbohydrate diet, I know that they would talk about the importance of eating organic when it comes to gut health because organic matters. Let's talk about my proposed revamp number two, step off the yogurt. At least for a little while, maybe not always, but at least for a little while. Many people start the specific carbohydrate diet with the yogurt. It's the crux of the SCD, and for many, it can be super powerful, an amazing healer. It definitely was for me, but I've seen way too many clients and friends give up on the specific carbohydrate diet too early because they didn't realize the problems they were having from the homemade fermented 24-hour yogurt. I remember vividly my client Kim, and she had ulcerative colitis. She was trying the specific carbohydrate diet to manage her symptoms. Kim went for it, 
She went for it with the SCD yogurt like so many do. She was excited about it because she had been so hungry during the intro diet period that happens at the beginning. And this was something that actually tasted good to her. It was filling, right? It actually filled her belly. And we know that when we're in that intro phase, we can be really hungry. So yogurt was the savior for her. It was a treat. It was something she really wanted to be able to indulge in because it was so good. The problem was that even though Kim was doing everything right on the diet, and that's hard to do, especially in the beginning when so many missteps can happen, but I know she was doing everything right. Her abdominal pain persisted. Her diarrhea continued. She was still seeing blood in the toilet. And Kim was beginning, she was in the beginning stages of the diet. So her foods were well cooked. They were deceited. All of those things will help you better digest and absorb your food in the beginning. She was doing all of that. But nothing Kim was eating was bothering her. It wasn't those things. So why wasn't she feeling any better yet? Because I knew that even though SCD yogurt is virtually lactose-free, I also knew that it doesn't work for everyone. So I suggested to Kim that she stop the yogurt and just see. Just see if it makes a difference. And it took only about a week. Everything started to turn around for Kim. Her diarrhea went away. The bleeding lessened and her abdominal pain subsided. Acidi yogurt was not a friend to Kim. She was sensitive to the casein in the yogurt and in the other dairy products that are also on the SCD. So after removing the yogurt, it was really a game changer for Kim. If you're on the SCD and you're eating the yogurt and things are not turning around for you when you have Crohn's or colitis, think about stopping the yogurt just for a little while. And that means like a week or two, not very long. Just see if it makes a difference. Now, of course, there's no crystal ball or magic eight ball to decide what's best for you. This is really more of a trial and error approach to see if it makes a difference. It's definitely a worthwhile experiment. And going off the yogurt, it doesn't mean forever. Many IBD moms, they start the SCD without the yogurt. And when some healing has taken place and inflammation has subsided in their gut, and that usually takes about a month or two, then some moms are able to bring that yogurt in slowly, very slowly, starting with just a tablespoon at first. Heck, I have to tell you, I have seen clients that just start by putting the tip of their tongue to it. So start slow, even if you have to start that slow. Start slow and then just slowly inch your way forward until you're at your desired amount of yogurt and just see how it goes for you. Maybe you can tolerate a cup a day. Maybe you can tolerate up to two cups a day. You'll just have to, that there's that trial and error, play around with it and see what works for you when the time is right, after some healing has taken place first. And if you're never able to tolerate the yogurt on the specific carbohydrate diet, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up about it. There's lots of other ways you can get your probiotics and your beneficial bacteria in. I have many clients that not only feel better on, let's say, coconut milk yogurt, but they also like the taste of it better. The bottom line here is that SCD yogurt may not be for you. Don't take it personally. Move up and onward knowing that you and yogurt's path, you might just cross again. And speaking of going slow, like I just mentioned, that brings me to my proposed SCD revamp number three. 
When you think you're going slow with adding in new foods, take it down a notch and go even slower. I bet when you met your mate, I bet that you didn't move in together on the first date. You went on a few dates, you met some of their friends, and eventually you met the important people in their life, parents, siblings, and then commitment came down the line. Now, of course, some of us went from the first date to commitment faster than others. I have to admit, I knew my hubby was the guy for me after one month of dating. But that's really, that's because I had already dated all the frogs on the market before I met him. The point is, there's an order to things and the SCD is no different. After the intro diet, I see many ladies diving in with wild abandon, only to waste so much time because then they have to back it up and they have to start over again. All the fruits, all the vegetables, all the meats, the almond flour, the dry curd cottage cheese, all of it. They do it all at once. And if you do this and you don't feel better, how do you know why you don't feel better? How will you know what foods you're reacting to? The answer is simple. You won't. You won't know what foods you're reacting to and what foods are treating you just fine. So when it comes to the SCD, if you want to be successful, I want you to think like a baby. Remember when your child came into the world and you started feeding them? You didn't throw every food in the house at them. No, you added one new food at a time. You waited a few days between each food because you wanted to know how they would react to that food. Trust me, I know this firsthand because I know that it can be a very tedious and very annoying process. But just do it. Do it because it will serve you. Do it because it's going to be your best chance at long-lasting remission. And that's what I want for you. Now, along the same lines as my proposed revamp number three, the when you think you're going slow, go slower approach, is my proposed SCD revamp number four. And that goes like this. Stop adding in foods willy-nilly. Such a technical term there, right? Willy-nilly. The traditional SCD diet, it doesn't have stages. Yes, it has the intro diet, right? You could call that your first stage. But the, and let me tell you, the intro diet is crucial. It's so amazingly laid out. It's the start of everything that flows after. So definitely don't skip the intro diet. But even if you know about my proposed revamp number three, and you're going slow with all of your new foods, slow, 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 you may not achieve remission because you're adding in the wrong foods at the wrong time. Does that make sense? It's a little bit different than this going slow. This has to do with the actual foods. You're not adding them in in the right order. See, timing is everything. We know that in life, right? How many times have we said to ourselves, I'm so glad that that didn't happen to me at this particular time, this particular moment, because I wouldn't have been able to appreciate it. I have to get back to my husband. It makes me think about my husband. Wow, he's really making some appearances in this episode. But I remember I told, I've told him over and over again that if I would have met him 10 years sooner, five years sooner, heck, I got to say even like six years, uh, six months sooner, he wouldn't have been the guy for me. He was the guy for me because of the place and time I was at in my life. 
Timing is everything. If you want the SCD to work, if you want it to work at its peak for you, if you want to get there faster, do yourself a favor and follow the stages on the Pecan Bread website. Is it Pecan? Pecan? I don't know. The, I call it Pecan. The Pecan Bread website. I'll link to them in the show notes so that you can see exactly what I'm talking about because they have the best that I've seen, the best laid out STD stages. These stages, they help you with the timing of the foods on the SCD. They help you know when it's the right time to add in each food in these stages that they have. The stages, they take all the guesswork out of what you should eat and when. So if you're on the specific carbohydrate diet and you're still struggling, or even just, you know, you haven't started it, you know you're going to start it, do this right from the start, okay? Right at the beginning, follow their stages. Use the stages found at pecanbread.com because timing is everything. All right, I will link to them in the show notes, but pecanpecanbread.com is the place to go for your SCD stages. All right, let's keep this revamp party going. Let's talk about my proposed change number five. And that is too much fruit. Now, I love fruit. I love fruit just as much as the next mama. And thankfully, many fruits are full of simple carbohydrates and which that makes them the perfect food for the specific carbohydrate diet. It makes it the perfect food for your gut healing. But the problem with many of these fruits is that they are also high in sugar. Now, of course, I'm not talking about white table sugar. It's not like they add in the white table sugar. We know that kind of sugar is bad for your gut. It's bad for your waistline. But I'm talking about naturally occurring sugars in fruit. Unfortunately, we eat lots of fruits on the specific carbohydrate diet. And when we do that, we keep the bacteria in our gut out of balance. Our digestive system is out of balance because sugar feeds bacteria. That's exactly what we're trying to get rid of on the diet. Between all the allowed fruit with no limit to its consumption, plus the fruit juices that are allowed, even the 100% juice, like 100% pineapple juice or grape juice, we can fail to move forward towards remission because we are feeding too much of this bacteria in our gut. So what should you do? I want you to enjoy SCD legal fruits in moderation, especially in the beginning as you're trying to bring your microbiome back into balance. When you choose fruit, choose it wisely. Choose fruits that are full of nutrients and antioxidants, ones that are actually worth the fruit. Berries are the perfect choice for this. Strawberries, raspberries, blueberries, because they pack a nutrient punch. So go for it. Go for it with whole, natural, raw fruits in that state. When you're healed enough for that phase, you can go for it with those berries. But until then, you can still enjoy berries because you can create a blueberry or a strawberry or a raspberry compote topper. And that's basically just a pureed version of the fruit, of the berries. And you can top all of your SCD goodies with that, right? So you can still get the benefit of the nutrients in a digestible way. You could also take them, freeze them, and take them and put them in a smoothie. Put that in a high-speed blender, and then all of the seeds get ground up, and it makes it much easier to digest. 
So you can still have those berries just in a more digestible way. And when you're ready for it, you can have them whole in their whole state. And oh my gosh, I remember when I had a strawberry for the first time in 20 years and wow, just amazing. So when you put the work in, in the beginning, you can reap the benefits later on the specific carbohydrate diet. Okay, let's talk about proposed revamp number six. And proposed revamp number six is kind of a part B to limiting your fruit. Revamp number six is watch out for the honey, honey. (laughs) Okay, I really have enough corniness. But anyway, watch out for the honey. Just like fruit, honey is high in a simple sugar called fructose. Fructose intolerance is very common for people with inflammatory bowel disease. Just like with the yogurt I mentioned earlier, how some people may quit the SCD early because they think it's not working for them, when in reality, they just needed to remove the yogurt. Honey works very much in the same way. The current SCD, it does not provide guidance to limit the amount of honey that you're having, so some people will overdo it with the sweetener. And you don't have to do overdo it by very much if you are already sensitive to fructose. And what makes honey consumption more challenging for us is that fructose intolerance, the symptoms, they're very similar to Crohn's and colitis symptoms. Bloating, abdominal pain, diarrhea, those are really common symptoms of fructose intolerance. If you're thinking that those issues sound really familiar to your IBD symptoms, yeah, they completely do. So it's really difficult to know and figure out if it's actually the honey that is not working for you or is it your disease activity, right? So then what do you do? Well, I wish there was a magic formula, but like I said, there's no magic eight ball that comes to healing and the SCD. But here is your friend again, trial and error. It's your best friend here. If you think that honey might be an issue for you, if you think that you're sensitive to fructose, hold up on it. Hold up on it for a short time, a week, two weeks, three weeks if you can. See what happens. How do you feel? Did it make a difference for you? Is the SCD now going better? So much of the SCD, it's really about trying new things and just seeing how it works for you. That's why tenacious and inquisitive mamas, I say this all the time, tenacious and inquisitive mamas, they usually do the best on this diet. Those who put in the time and the effort to figure out what works best for their body, keeping what works and then getting rid of what doesn't, those are the ones who tend to do best on the specific carbohydrate diet. All right, let's move on to number seven on our list of SCD revamps. You get a little too nutty with the nut flour. All right, it's been almost 13 years now, like I said, since I began my SCD journey, but I still remember the day I tried almond flour for the first time. They were, it was in pumpkin muffins. Oh, they were so delicious. If you have been on the SCD before, if you're on it now, and like me, you waited to introduce the nut flour until month three or four, everybody's different, but usually it's around then when enough healing has taken place, then I know that you know exactly what I'm talking about. Getting to use nut flour, it's a rite of passage. It's like a graduation in the world of SCD, finally. Baked goods, goodies, cookies, bread, muffins. It's part of my world again. And it's a very empowering and exciting feeling. It's, dare I say, normalizing. 
And nut flour definitely has its benefits, don't get me wrong. It adds valuable nutrients to your diet like protein and good fat. Nut flours, they're also high in gut healing minerals. So minerals like magnesium, selenium, zinc, manganese, and copper. So that's awesome, but here's the thing. A little nut goes a long way. Let's take almond flour, for example, because it's the most popular one that we use with the specific carbohydrate diet and really all grain-free diets. Almond flour contains good amounts of omega-3s, which are good because they help to lower your inflammation levels. But almond flour also contains omega-6s, and too much omega-6s can lead to increased inflammation in your body. Almonds, as a nut, they're also high in phytic acid. And phytic acid is a compound that's high in anti-nutrients. These are naturally occurring um, nutrients that's, that's a coating that covers the nut and it protects it as it grows, which is good. But phytic acid, for those of us with sensitive guts, it can keep us from absor absorbing the nutrients in that food. Too many nuts can equal nutrient deficiencies and gut dysbiosis. So when it comes to choosing almond flour, Always, I always recommend that you choose blanched almond flour because it's lower in phytic acid. Since most of the phytic acid, it hangs out in the outer skin, the shell, I guess you would call it, of the almond. No, it's the skin, the skin of the almond. When almonds are blanched, they blanch the flour and it removes that, that outer skin. It gets removed mostly. So small amounts may still remain, which is one of the reasons why you don't want to go overboard with your nut flour. You don't want to get too much phytic acid. So am I saying don't use almond flour at all? Absolutely not. Of course not. I'm a huge fan of almond flour and other nut flours for many reasons. Just keep in mind a couple things when you're using it. Number one, it's a really good idea to rotate your nut flours. Almond flour, it's only just one of the nut flours out there. Pecan flour is really tasty in baked goods. And of course, coconut flour is wonderful. It has even more nutritional value than your almond flour. Also, as I mentioned in the beginning, number two, limit your nut flour. Definitely, it doesn't need to be in every meal. It doesn't even need to be in your life every day. Keep almond flour for the most part as a side dish or think of it as a dessert and not the meal itself. Doing this will help you heal your inflammation sooner and therefore it will help you get to IBD remission much faster. Okay, there's two more proposed SCD revamps coming your way. Let's do it. Revamp number eight. Move over chicken soup. There's something that might be even better. I know I'm getting a gasp and I can see the emails flying right now telling me that I'm terrible to all those SCD lovers out there, but just let me explain. Let me give you a little bit of background here. Chicken soup is liquid gold for SCDers, no doubt about that. It's the gut healer of choice with this diet for good reason. It's cooked for hours and hours and it's full of leaky gut busting, inflammation lowering, bacterial balancing properties. Good stuff, right? That's what we want. Chicken soup, it's what I used when I started the specific carbohydrate diet. And to be honest with you, it worked for me. 
I ate chicken soup for a full two years every day before I took any break off of it whatsoever. Can you tell when I go for something, I seriously (laughs) dive in? But since then, I've learned about the difference between chicken soup or bone broth, as it would be called if you just drank the broth, versus something called meat stock. Meat stock is made with less water, so the water goes in just over your bones and your vegetables, and the meat stock is cooked for a shorter amount of time. So what you're left with is this super rich, concentrated, nutrient-dense powerhouse. Think of it this way. Meat stock for flares, bone broth or chicken soup to help you maintain, sustain your remission. I don't think you can go wrong with either one, but remember the SCD revamps, they're all about getting you there faster, better, with long-term remission in mind. Now, if you're new to the world of meat stock and you're looking for a couple recipes to get you started, I have got you covered with fabulous meat stock recipes. DM me on Facebook. I'll be happy to shoot some recipes your way. On Facebook, you can find me at The IBD Health Coach. That's The IBD Health Coach. Okay, there's one last, one final SCD revamp that I want to propose to you. Revamp number nine. Get your herbal tea on. Tea is kind of a complicated thing when it comes to the specific carbohydrate diet. Currently, there's only a handful of teas allowed. Weak black tea, peppermint or spearmint tea, and ginger tea. That's it. Having seen the gut healing power of several herbal teas, other ones that aren't mentioned here, seeing that the power they can have in helping people, for myself as well as for clients, I would love to see the SCD expand some of these herbal tea options. And I completely get why Elaine didn't include other herbal teas on the diet. Some herbal teas, they're high in polysaccharides, which they can work to keep your digestive system inflamed and keep your microbiome out of balance. But some of these herbal teas, they have so much benefit when it comes to gut healing that they just should not be ignored. Teas like fennel tea, chamomile tea, licorice root, slippery elm, lemon balm, holy basil, just to name a few. So there's a bunch out there. Other herbal teas, they're definitely worth considering when it comes to updating the SCD to serve IBDers best because that's what it's all about, right? Just some tea for thought, just for you to just kind of get your tea thoughts on about herbal tea and maybe expanding your repertoire a little bit. You might want to do a little searching first to see what is the polysaccharide load of the particular tea, but many of the ones I mentioned, they're very low in carbohydrates, so they would be a good fit for you. Okay, let's recap those nine proposed revamps, those SCD revamps one more time so you can get one last look and you can just start to see let the wheels start turning see if you might want to make these changes for yourself revamp number one was make it organic baby make it organic simple as that number two was step off the yogurt right and that could be just for a little while until some healing inflammation lowering takes place or that might be long term if you're sensitive to the casein in dairy products number 3 was when you think about going slow go slower right we want to be adding in our foods very slowly one at a time waiting a few days between each 
food introduction. Then you can see how you react. Revamp number four. Stop adding foods in willy-nilly. Follow the stages guide on the Pecan Bread website. Number five. You eat too much fruit. Too much fruit keeps that sugar in your digestive tract. It keeps you from fully healing. So keep your fruit, your fruit to a minimum and choose berries because berries have wonderful nutrient and antioxidant properties. Number six, watch out for the honey, honey. Watch the honey because it is high in that simple sugar, fructose. And if you're sensitive to fructose, you might not see any results on the diet and think it's not working for you when in reality, it's the honey. So keep your honey low if you're having challenges and just see what happens. Remember trial and error. Revamp, proposed revamp number seven was you get a little too nutty for nut flour. As with everything in life, moderation is key. You don't need to be eating nut flour for every meal. Keep it as a side dish, as a dessert. It's a treat, right? Think of it like a treat. Revamp number eight, move over chicken soup. There might be something better. And that something better is meat stock. DM me on Facebook if you need a recipe. And lastly, we talked about revamp number nine, get your herbal tea on. There's lots of herbal teas out there. They have wonderful healing properties, especially for the gut. Do your research. See which ones are also low in carbohydrates. Check out the ones I mentioned in this episode. All right. What do you think, Mama? Do you agree with my revamps? Have you tried the SCD and have you made it your own? I love it when moms do that. What changes have you made? Get in touch and let me know. I definitely want to hear from you. Get in touch with me on Facebook at the IBD Health Coach and we can all learn together, right? We can share this process together and we can learn what works for each of us. Remember, we're all different, but it's really cool to share ideas and then you can see how they work for you at the IBD Health Coach. Let me know. Let's wrap up this episode with one last bonus, one last overall tip how you can do it like a mom. You may have noticed that there was a common theme running through all of my nine proposed SCD revamps. And that theme is, say it with me if you know it, it's trial and error. No matter how you do SCD, do it like a mom by being willing to go that extra mile. Add something in, remove something that isn't working. Take a step back. Or I know it's hard to do, but sometimes start over if you need to. Be tenacious, be persistent, be fearless. The SCD, it might just give you your life back. How huge is that? It's worth it. It's worth it to give it your all before deciding it doesn't work for you. And the best way that I know to make trial and error work for you is to keep track of everything you try through food journaling. You know, when you journal, you keep track of the food that you eat and how it affects your body. Food journaling, it allows you to see the patterns in everything you're eating and it helps you decide how are those things affecting you. When it comes to food journaling, I've got a resource to help you get started. It's my food mood poop journal. It has everything you need to get started on your trial and error journey right away. You can get your food mood poop journal by going to karenhaley.com forward slash journal. 
that's karenhaley.com forward slash journal. And remember, it's Karen with a Y because my mom had to spell my name a little different. So it's K-A-R-Y-N-H-A-L-E-Y.com forward slash journal. Know that I'll also leave a link in the show notes for you so you can pop on over there and just click the link if you want to get your hands on the Food Mood Poop journal and make this whole trial and error process as easy as SCD pie. All right, one last thing. I want you to know that if you try all these things, everything that we've talked about today, and you're still feeling stumped by the SCD, know that I'm here for you. I work with clients to make the SCD work for them every day. If you're struggling to figure out the SCD, get in touch and we'll figure it out together. You can reach out to me on Facebook, like I said, or you can email me, hello at karenhaley.com. Just know I'm here for you. In the end, I'm here for you. We can figure this out together. But don't give up. Keep fighting. Keep listening to your gut instinct. It will never steer you wrong. Until we meet again, I'm wishing you a cheeky and healthy IBD healing journey. Chat soon. Thank you so much for joining me today and for listening to today's episode. When it comes to IBD, I know there's a lot of resources out there and I'm truly honored that you chose the Cheeky Podcast to get your IBD information today. If you found this information helpful, please give us a rating and review. It helps other moms find the podcast and see what we're doing over here to help IBD moms everywhere. And if you feel called to do it, share this podcast with an IBD mom who you know could really use an uplifting message today because that's what we're all about over here at the Cheeky Podcast. One last thing, if you're still with me, and if you are, you're definitely my kind of gal. We have to get to know each other better. If you're tired of living on the hamster wheel of IBD with all the ups and downs between flares and remission, if you're struggling to get control of your abdominal pain, gas, bloating, diarrhea, and other troubling IBD symptoms, go to my website. It's karenhaley.com, and my mom had to be just a little bit different, spell my name with a Y. So it's K-A-R-Y-N-H-A-L-E-Y.com, and schedule your very own free 30-minute IBD root cause troubleshooting session with me, where we discuss the challenges you've been having, we set goals to help you move forward, and we talk about how we can work together to help you get your life back. It's a power-packed 30 minutes. You don't have to live in IBD status quo. There's so much that can be done to transform your life so you can thrive in motherhood and thrive with IBD. I've seen my clients walk this path and it gives me so much joy to take that journey with them. My entire coaching practice is run online so you never have to leave your house and you never have to get out of your jamming or yoga pants for us to work together. You know I'm wearing them too. If you're ready to take your first amazing step towards healing, I'm ready to chat with you. Schedule your free 30-minute IBD root cause troubleshooting sesh today at karenhaley.com. Click on the work with me tab and I'll see you soon. It's important to note that the information in this podcast and in this episode is for general information purposes only and not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice. The statements made in the Cheeky Podcast for Moms with IBD, either by me or my guests, is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Before implementing any new treatment protocols, do yourself a favor and consult your physician first. 
Thank you so much for listening, for being here, for saving this space for us to spend some time together. Until we chat again, I'm wishing you a cheeky and healthy IBD journey.